in the know for Thursday, June 23, the 174th day of 2022. There are 191 days left in the year. Good morning, MV, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Boost. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll also give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. We can make you a winner. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. Have you managed to get your act together in the last two minutes? You Um, walked in, you said you needed to get your act together. Is it together? As well as it's going to be for the next hour, I suppose. So it's a little little bit apart. It's a little bit together. Mm -hmm. The good news is you live through the hottest part of the week. Does that help matters at all? It does help, All right, so you look like you got your sundress on there and trying Mm -hmm. to... Stay cool where you can, so uh, looking looking good on you. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley, and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You're going NFL today. I'm going MLB today. Is there reason? I mean, tonight's the NBA draft, so we're all messed up. I got baseball. You got football. The NBA draft is tonight. I don't really care that much about the NBA draft personally, so I I broke out the Bengals stuff, the AFC champions. Well, you can't wait to see where Shaden Sharp goes in the draft. I mean, I'm not one that really is, like, he can say he's from Kentucky. I don't care. I don't care. We know the like, truth. It, it doesn't. And, and, I mean, and, like, I think it might have even been Matt Jones that made the point saying, if he turns out to be really good, you better believe UK fans are going to claim him. Well, take the take the benefits where you can because yeah. there certainly weren't any otherwise. Uh, so, question for you. How long should it take the average web page to load? Quick. I, that's not a de- that's not a unit of time. What? Yeah, how long? Sh- how long should it take? No more than two seconds. Two or three seconds. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, according to a new survey on patience, a survey shows that the average person grows frustrated after waiting sixteen seconds for a oh, web page to load oh. and mm-hmm. just twenty five seconds for a traffic signal to change. Sixteen seconds. That's I think, forever. I think I'd drive to the computer store and get a brand new computer if I sixteen seconds. That's a long. That's a long time. time. My, my computer here in the morning. It. it, it yeah, it the needs front it, desk is. It needs its time. I mean, it. It takes it. It's minutes. It, well, it takes me time to wake up in the morning too. But you know, once uh, I get going, I'm pretty reliable. So, but uh, but sixteen seconds. I thought. I mean, that's a long. You got your 48.8 baud modem going there on your 16-second page load. Really? Uh, hot and humid today with scattered storms possible. It's going to be another hot day, with, but without much uh, with the much lower humidity values. 
you know, we got a little brief respite after that rain shower came through yesterday and the temperature dropped for a moment, but then it was back to being hot again and they kind of expected the temperature to cool down for the evening, but uh, it uh, it really didn't cool down for very long. But today is going to be another one of those days where you get a little bit of a, of a respite. Here between the lakes, we're going to be in the 80s today. We shouldn't get into the 90s again until tomorrow, but we'll see... Um, Maybe cooler, more comfortable air uh, tonight, and maybe a more pleasant evening, say, in case you want to get out and walk or something and enjoy. <laughs> and then uh, we'll see overnight low of 65, then back to 93 tomorrow. Chance of rain later in the weekend in the 80s to start your week next week, but then back into the, well, it's going to be hot. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, Fourth of July weekend. That's kind of there on the, and about it. You know, you'll get that late afternoon chance of a thunderstorm when you head into the uh, Fourth of July weekend as well. So anyway, we'll continue to track that as we turn the corner for next week. I did see where the Uvalde um, police chief was put on leave yesterday following allegations that he aired in response to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School that left 19 students and two teachers dead. The school's police chief, uh, Pete Arandondo, was placed on administrative leave because the facts of what happened remain unclear. I did not know this until this morning. This was a really an important detail that has escaped me until today, and that's that this is the police department for the school district. So in Kentucky, we think, well, we have law enforcement agencies that belong to municipalities like sheriff's departments, and we have uh, police departments, and we even have the state police in Texas. They have the Texas Rangers. And so even in the community of Uvalde, they had their own school district police department. Because when I saw that they uh, that the school superintendent put the police chief on leave, I thought, how can, how can the school superintendent do that? Come to find out, I had not known all this time that the, that the law enforcement department in question was actually belonged to the school system. Can Doug Robinson put Sheriff Chaffins on, on leave? He can try, but uh, I, don't think, uh, I don't think it can happen. So I, that adds an additional layer of, I suppose, complication to matters. You know, there's, there's not... There's not independency between the schools and the and the policing district in that regard. So, I, and again, it really I really looks like that, it was noticed that until today. It's a mess. Yes, and yes, yeah, and it's a shame that it's a shame that it's going to be reduced down to a level of finger pointing and blame and all those things because the fact is a huge loss of life and some very innocent, precious lives lost as well. President Biden calling for a three-month suspension of the gas and diesel taxes. I don't know if this is going to go anywhere or not because the tax holiday would first have to get through a Pelosi-led house, and she's not entirely sure, according to her. And then uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says that he doesn't think that the gas tax holiday can get through the uh, Senate either. So they're calling for 90 days. And we talked a little bit about it yesterday and what some of the economists say could be the potential perils. But one thing I did learn yesterday after the show, uh, I think I heard it on a national news item, was that the it's 18 cents on gasoline, it's 22, 23, it's above 20 cents for diesel fuel. But my understanding is the tax that the states charge so we're paying more we're paying 18 cents a gallon to the to the federal government on a gallon of gasoline but 
the amount of the gallon that we're paying to the state is more than the 18 cents. So there's some pressure now saying, well, if we can't do it at the federal level, states could also consider doing it. You've seen Governor Bashir trying to get them to waive the fuel requirement on blended fuels well, in areas did, like Louisville. Bashir did also cancel. There was supposed to be like a two or three cent hike that the legislator voted on. He canceled that for now. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm curious to know how long he can do that, um, like before the legislature has to then go in and, and park that as well. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm saying is that if President Biden wants the Fed federal government to do it, but it has to go through Congress, so that means the president either can't or won't do it via executive order. If Governor Bashir is doing it via executive order, how long how long can he hold that at bay? And then would he have to call the legislature? into session in order for them to consider setting aside the state tax on gasoline. And really, you're just borrowing, you're solving a problem for today, but creating a future problem, because if you stop taking funds out of coffers, what's the downstream effect of that? Maybe none. I don't know. But it's just not as simple as waving a magic wand and saying, well, we don't need this. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like what happened during COVID. Is that we're we're now reaping a lot of the the perils of what that caused, mm-hmm. yep. um, and, and I mean, were the decisions made then the correct decisions? I mean, we'll never know. It felt like it at the time. We'll never know. I mean, for sure. all we know, they could have done nothing, and we might be better, or we could be a lot worse. We will never know. Yeah, definitely hard to know. The Fed Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said yesterday that uh, at least he was trying to reassure the public yesterday that the Fed will raise interest rates high and fast enough to quell inflation without tightening credit so much as to throttle the economic and cause a recession. Driving the economy of of the United States is a lot like driving the being the captain of the largest cruise ship in the world. You like small moves have huge consequences and once the momentum of a cruise ship starts going in a direction, sometimes they're in a tight enough spot that you've got to have tugs come in and aid in the movements of the cruise ship. So the Fed says, well, we're going to move this much. Well, by the time they move that much and the ripples go out from that move, you have to wait a while to see, oh, was that too much of a move? Was that just right of a move? Was it not enough of a move? So the overcorrections are the trick here, and it will be interesting. It's going to be dicey in the months ahead trying to get things back into line closer to where they were than when we you know, all fell into the, the pit of the pandemic. A Litchfield felon wanted for felony strangulation, first-degree burglary, and assault has been arrested by Litchfield police after being spotted at a convenience store early this morning. It happened about 1 o'clock. LPD officer Eugene Kane was on patrol. He observed the 39-year-old Sean Clark at 308 South Main Street. Kane stopped the vehicle containing Clark as it began to leave the parking lot there, and they um, they arrested him without incident. He was Arrested for a warrant on first-degree strangulation, first-degree burglary, fourth-degree assault, and um, was lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. So there you go, happening. Just trying to go to the store. You think 
maybe you think around one o'clock is like, well, I'm less likely to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know, if I well, that, that store gets gets its name in there every once in a while. Whew. I had law enforcement officers tell me that that corner, that hot corner. By the way, I used to spend some time on that corner. I used to be an it's employee like, on that corner. It's like a mosquito <laughs> to a to a light. Oh yeah, yeah. But from a like every law enforcement vehicle in the county, mm-hmm. you could just park in that parking lot, and it's like just catching fish as fast as you can put them in the boat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like because everybody goes, well, they got to have their stuff. They gotta gotta have their monster. Well, I know they like to park across the street too. Gotta I mean, have that's, their lung darts. They gotta mm-hmm. have their. I mean, they gotta gotta have it all. A law enforcement raid on a Beaver Dam motorcycle shop resulted in the seizure of a large quantity of methamphetamine, cash, and firearms, and the arrest of the bike shop owner, along with three others. The Ohio County Sheriff's, Sheriff's Office Penny Round Narcotics Task Force, Beaver Dam, and Hartford PDs executed a search warrant at SNS Cycles. 255 Madison Street. Police located a large quantity of meth, several pounds of marijuana, pills, large amount of cash, several firearms, etc. They also found multiple vehicles at the bike sh- bike shop also contained drugs, paraphernalia, and firearms. They arrested four people, including the bike shop owner, a 22-year-old Brennan Smith. I wonder if he's part of the SNS. SNS Bike Shop, his last name's Smith. Smart cookie like me can figure out that probably S stands for Smith. Smith's narcotics and something? Something. Edmonton County woman has been accused of stealing a considerable amount of medication from an elderly gentleman she was caring for. The ECSO said deputies were dispatched to the 800 block of Ollie Road on a complaint involving theft of medication. They found that 51-year-old Karen McClellan of Mammoth Cave, who police said was suspected to have multiple warrants and there was concern she had stolen medications from the gentleman she was entrusted to care for. During the investigation, they found her in possession of multiple marked and unmarked prescription bottles. She was uh, arrested, lodged in the Hart County J-A-I-L. <laughs> multiple fire departments and residents battled a fire that destroyed over 100 acres of farmland in Smith's Grove this week. They, fire personnel responded to Elkins Farms after the gearbox in a straw bale Equipment uh, in straw bale equipment malfunction sparked a fire that consumed 120 acres. Things are dry. Yeah. So if you get a spark right now, it's uh, it'll take things off. Are, are really dry. I mean, even the small amount of rain we got yesterday, it was nice to see, but it's, it's only for a couple of minutes. Yeah, it's not enough to. It was a little more depending. It kind of fought, kind of tracked along US 62 a little bit, moved pretty east, and you know, it kind of it rained with like it did. Well, it rained at Bear Creek, but probably didn't rain here much. Yeah, it, it might, in Clarkson, it didn't. It rained maybe two minutes, and then it it was done. It just blew through real quick. You didn't even have to go empty your rain gauge, did you, Sam? No. Yeah. Because I saw, I looked down here and I saw it coming, and it looked like it was going to be a lot worse. So I was like, well, I need to run out of here right now before I get. I was out traveling along the parkway, and it was I was kind of running parallel with it as it came uh-huh. up. But LA and I went through it. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was kind of. It was like a nice change of pace. Yeah, it was like oh, from about. Rain. Um, the little store there in Anetta and yeah, yeah to the house. So. Well, you know, my pal, um, my pal Luke Bryan, you know, he says rain is a good thing. Well, I'm it was enough. That's one of your favorite country songs. It was enough that I mean, that's I had to put an oxymoron, my but. rain jacket over Lou 
And because she's like, Mama, it's storming. So I had to put my big rain jacket uh, and okay. yeah, wrap yeah. her up. Yeah. And so it, it rained pretty hard. I noticed it had some big raindrops in it, too, for a while, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the big ones that a guy like me doesn't have any protection on his That's... on his cranium. You know, those big raindrops kind of hurt. I said, it was so quick it didn't even take the time to knock my knock the bird. Bird droppings off my car, which was the disappointing part. A groundbreaking (laughs) ceremony yesterday marked the start of the first phase of the Interstate 69 Ohio River crossing, which will eventually connect Henderson and Evansville, more specifically connect Henderson and Evansville in a different location. It's already connected by uh, one bridge. But I-69 ORX, as the project is known, is divided into three different sections. But the first section, which they will primarily dig on, Will, and it's where they did the groundbreaking yesterday, focuses on improvements in Henderson and extends from Kentucky 425 to U.S. 60. It includes building over six miles of I-69, new interchanges with U.S. 41 and U.S. 60, and a reconstructed Kentucky 351. So down in that area, if you go travel through Henderson, where the Audubon Parkway meets up with US 60, meets up with US 41. Those all kind of converge together. And my understanding is they're going to go kind of from there and bypass that main drag of US 41 that you know Henderson kind of to be famous for and more go in a direct path, which would be, I believe it's going to be east of the Audubon State Park and kind of go line those line I-69 up to go into southern Indiana. And they've needed it for a long time because that U.S. 41 bridge, uh, other than going to like Maceo or going up the river toward Owensboro, that's the only way across the river there for a long way. So if the U.S. 41 bridge was ever shut down for whatever reason, it was really hard for there's a lot of commerce that takes place between Henderson and Evansville. So Governor Bashir yesterday said the Mountain Parkway, the Brent Spence Bridge, and mm-hmm. this bridge in Henderson County connecting to Vandenberg County were the three biggest priorities they had from a transportation standpoint in his administration. And so they were there to deliver on that yesterday is what he said. Let's get that Brent Spence going. It's well, neat. it's going to be a long project, you know, for down in western Kentucky. So we'll see what that'll. I haven't been down through there in forever. I don't know. I've only been to Henderson once. I was kind of. I've, of course, I used to live in Henderson. Lived in Evansville for a couple of years. Still has some scar tissue over that. Um, but <laughs> which part? Uh, the Indiana part? Or yeah, the Indiana part. part. Mm-hmm. I just. I, I even mentioned it yesterday. I'm like living in Evansville, thought I can see Kentucky from here, but it's so mm-hmm. much different. It's like because you're a, you are a Hoosier. Yucky. No, I was not. No, I was not. It was not a Hoosier. I, I was a Kentuckian living in a foreign land, trying to spread some good Southern charm to the people of Vandenberg County. And yeah, this well, is. I mean, it could be worse. You could have been in Bloomington, or yeah, that would definitely be uh-huh. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would that would uh-huh. be worse. But I just thought you, you were can, in Purple East territory. You can see Kentucky from here. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. You, you can see it from here. The wind that's blowing over here in Vandenberg County is coming from Henderson. How can it be? How you got can the it smell be, of how can it be so fried different? chicken and, and bourbon and horses? Uh, birds. You know the Audubon mm-hmm. State Park. You know it's uh, bird watching and not not bird droppings. Bird bird. bird I got plenty of those in my car. Yeah, it's just the season for that. Anyway, now I'm all distracted about living living abroad yeah i used to live abroad you know hold two miles into evan into indiana so anyway but i survived to tell the tale
Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Today is Let It Go Day. Uh, by the way, I read yesterday. Pretty good authority. F R O Z E N three is on the horizon. Really? Yes. I didn't tell. I, guess, I didn't tell Young Miss Alea about it because. I guess I better watch one and two. I don't want to get her all fired up and be like, "When's it coming? When can we go?" Well, it's going to be a while. Today is typewriter day as well. It is running selfie day today. So you take if you go for a run, take a, oh, take gosh. a selfie. Oh, yeah. Or if you're going running with a friend, take an ussy, whatever. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I don't think that's it. Listen, when I'm running, I, have, have you walked outside right now? Okay, well, I am walking and jogging in the mornings and in the evenings. It's still, I mean, it's still, but like I can't hold a camera and do that at the same time. Hmm. Like, yeah. you're uh-huh. not doing it right if you're trying to take a running selfie. Well, so you have a Fitbit. Sam, do our uh, Apple Watches, do they have a camera on them? They don't, do they? No. So, okay. Well, maybe if you now, um, speaking of she young young miss, she has a smart watch that has a camera so she can take her own selfies while she, yeah, 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 my parents got it for her for Christmas. And so she's, she loves to like, here, stand still so I can take your pictures. Yeah. It's got games on it. It's really cool. Mm -hmm. Huh. Uh, let's see. (laughs) I know what Sam wants for Christmas. (laughs) Would you also like your purple? Can we turn that into and maybe put her to work on our crew and make her film with a watch? Uh, Sure. Yeah. No, no problem. Just point her in the direction you Mm -hmm. want her to go. I mean, I think she can do it. And it's Pecan Sandy's day today. I do like those. I I oddly like pecan sandies as well. I don't know why. Uh, the the weird fact that I'm, I'm typically like a chocolate peanut butter person uh, mm-hmm. or vanilla ice cream person. I don't you know you know I don't like cobblers and things. But weirdly, I like I love butter pecan ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. and I like pecan sandies, and I don't know I don't know why. I like mm-hmm. the shortbread. It it crumbles really well mm-hmm. in the pecan sandies. Oh, yeah. yeah it, I can see that. The shortbread yeah. is, yeah, it's, yeah. it's good. I like pecans, just in general. I do, too. I mean, I like nuts. I don't like the aftertaste, but I do like pecans. So, Almonds, cashews. Last night, I was in between mm-hmm. in between uh, official projects, and so I had a little bit of the daydreaming. If we could go somewhere, where would, where would we go? So we don't have, like, there's not any big, huge, like, travel planned for the month of july and but it's the middle of summer and like huh wait go somewhere for a couple of days and i thought ah, it's way too expensive like it's Mm -hmm. it's it's and so but i've never done one of those never gone to like travelocity or whatever and said show me last minute deals Mm -hmm. right because our lifestyle has never been one where you could go well it's just last minute go somewhere that's Mm -hmm. just not but it's a little different now. We kind of go like we could at least entertain the idea of something last minute. Okay, and what's the definition of last minute? You know, the travel industry last minute is usually within the next three weeks or uh-huh. something. So I just started looking and I thought, mm, uh, that's not a deal. Wait, that that's not a that's not a deal. Mm-hmm. That that so their idea of really what deals are. So I just stopped looking at that and moved on. And I was like, man, yeah, forget it. We're not we're not doing that. 
Yeah. What did you, I saw you mimic said good? Did you say good? I, I did. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. I thought I was getting ready to get like a sprung on last minute. I'm thinking, oh, you thought there was going to be an item yes, show up on your I'm calendar? Like, um, no, nothing showing up on your trip calendar. To Branson, Missouri, or something? Yeah, well, I, I will tell you that <laughs> unless you want to go somewhere like Branson. <laughs> Don't even try right now because – and Branson may be booked. I don't know. I have no idea. That but was just – We would have to redefine what our interests are in going maybe, places maybe in order to go Maybe you could go spend a week on Broadway in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> they, no? It would be really expensive because for every one of those we went to, it would require a really expensive dinner. <laughs> before, it, it, it would require more than just dinner, I'm afraid. Beforehand. But – uh, I did read a thing this morning about from a travel expert who has four ways to save on plane tickets this summer. So if you think it's expensive to, to fly your car, it's expensive to fly a plane as well. And the first tip is flip how you plan a trip. So that you need to change the way. Tra- uh, travelers typically search for flights in a three-step process. Step one, they decide where they want to go. Step two, they decide when they want to go. Step three, they look at flight costs, which makes the price the lowest priority, et cetera, et cetera. And then they, so they're saying you can shop by price now and then say, well, this price will take you to wherever on these dates. And so I think that was part of my exercise last evening was if I decided I could go somewhere or had the time. What would it cost and what would the destinations look like? Because I will tell you, we have this big habit of just going to the same places over and over. We do. Now, there's comfort in that. There's Mm -hmm. familiarity. You know, oh, well, here's where we go for that and here's where we do for that. But I just hate to, I hate for life to go by and not have gone, oh, we went there and it was a surprise and it was great. Well, no, my dad. They just got back a couple of weeks ago. They did like a they did Charleston and then Savannah and kind of went down in Asheville. Yeah. Kind of did a tour of that, and he came back. and His takeaway was that he enjoyed it, but he's done going places that are hot. Oh uh, yeah, well that so was, now it's gonna they're gonna kind of figure out places that are more northern. To, yeah, to in my to. mind, I was I thought, oh well, I don't want to go to the beach. It's a hundred and forty. It feels like a hundred and forty mm-hmm. degrees. Now, if you could sit on the water. Around the clock, where the breeze was blowing, it might be a little bit better. And we could do that. Uh, you said you didn't want to go anywhere, so sorry. Well, now that that changes. <laughs> uh, hold off until fall, this expert says. If you want to travel but don't need to travel right this second, you can hold off until fall when fares are historically less expensive. And that's what we've decided to do, by the way. So it's just kind of like we've, we've just shifted our year. Uh, outside of the summer season, but it doesn't hurt to sit around and daydream about, you know, well, I could, I could. See, the go downside here. is, is when the majority of your busy season is fall and winter, you can't, you can't, you don't get that luxury. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Um, think about, this says, think about the Goldilocks booking zone. So the Goldilocks zone is two to eight months for international travel, one to three months for domestic. So there's a sweet spot in there. And then this expert also says, don't forget to search one-way flights. Ooh, I don't know. That's really outside my comfort zone. I I welcome the day. I, I, am, I am living for the day. I've said this on the show before. She's heard me say this many times. I am living for the day that I can leave home and not know the day I'm coming back home. 
my whole life it's been okay we're leaving this date mm-hmm. we're going to come back on this date and it because i got to get back to do this or i've got that or i've got mm-hmm. this responsibility i've got that responsibility i am it will be a tremendous luxury just to leave and go might come back in a week might come back in a month don't know so i don't know that i could do that i don't know if i could buy, like right now the idea of buying a one way ticket somewhere uh-huh. well what if i can't get back or uh-huh. what if it's ninety nine dollars well, to get there, in a way, and it's ninety nine million to get back? In a way, you kind of had a little bit of that a few years ago when you were trapped on the boat. You kind of had a one way ticket because you couldn't That's get true. off. I left home not knowing what day we would return, uh-huh. but I didn't get to leave with the sensation of saying, "Who knows?" Bye, home. You just got three laps around the Gulf. <laughs> Pretty much. We, we got mm-hmm. some extra laps around the Gulf. If you do want to visit, if you did say, okay, well, I'm, vi- I'm traveling this summer, and you would like to run some, you'd like to visit some of the best run cities, here are the best run cities, and one of them is not too far away. At 10 is Durham, North Carolina. Missoula, Montana is at 9. Oklahoma City is at 8. Las Cruces, New Mexico at 7. Lincoln, Nebraska at 6. Lexington, Kentucky at 5. Lexington, Kentucky, by this uh, by Wallet Hub, is said to be the fifth best run city in the United States. I can believe it. Nashua, New Hampshire, Fort Wayne, Indiana, at three. Nah. Boise, Idaho, at two, and Nampa, Idaho, at one. I have no desire to go to any of those. I mean, Lexington is fine, but we go there. Yeah. So, but. I don't want to go to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Gary, Indiana. Indi- Got to kind of go through Gary to get to Chicago if you uh-huh. drive. But you probably don't want to stop. No, I don't think so. Probably keep on trucking. Especially because you're really close to Chicago at that point. Well, that's true. You're in the mm-hmm. short rows by then. There's mm-hmm. no sense. But also, I drove that, through there that, about that, a year ago. That may be your permanent destination yeah. if you stop in uh-huh. Gary. The worst run U.S. cities at 150, Washington, D.C. At uh, 149, San Francisco, New York at 148. Then it was Chattanooga, Cleveland, Detroit, Flint, Michigan. Yeah, bring your own bottled water. Oakland, Hart, uh, California, Hartford, Connecticut, and Gulfport, Mississippi. That was 141 what's wrong through with 150. Hartford, Connecticut. I've never. Because they lost their hockey team? I don't, it, 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 that could be it. I don't know. Uh,. The top ten musical instruments that parents want their kids to learn. You'll not be surprised that number one is the piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I um, I was going to say I suffered through a couple of years of piano lessons, but I think that's incorrect. I think Sharon suffered through a couple of <laughs> years of lessons with, with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I think it, the suffrage was hers. I don't think the suffering was. I don't think the suffering was was mine. Uh, but. But I am now, as an adult, so glad because I know that if I just went and sat down and started playing again and and practiced, then it's a gift that I still have. It's not something I can sit down right now and do, but with just a little work, you know, knocking the dust off, I could, you know, I could it be. It would take me some time I to could, be able to sit down and play again. I could be good if I chose to because I have the ability to read music. I know I understand the technique. At number two, this is surprising to me. Guitar? At two is drums. Why? As a parent. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For the love of all that is good. Yeah. 
I think I mean, Alea needs a drum set. Oh, no, she does she not. She does not. What's funny is, uh, so Reese the niece is at <laughs> camp this week, and she last minute got uh, pivoted to a music ministry camp. And so I didn't say anything because I didn't want to start an argument at the table. But I did want to ask Reese, like, well, you're going to be brushing up on your drum skills this mm-hmm. week at camp because, I mean, you've you've had a drum set since you were two. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you yeah. get that drum set, Uncle Mark? <laughs> Courtesy of Uncle Mark as payback to her mother. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh you, yeah. You're gonna buy my kid loud toys? Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna buy your kid loud Watch toys. Watch this. So, and <laughs> that nearly put an end to it. All it took was a R two D two bop it to finally put a stop to it. <laughs> at number three, <laughs> at number three, uh, violin. So I. I Mr. Haycraft, he suffered through a year of violin with me, too. My mom played violin. Do you know my story about the violin? You've probably heard me tell I don't know that I've ever heard you tell the story of the violin. Yeah, you couldn't join the band until the fifth grade at Caneyville, and I wanted to join the band, but you could start orchestra in the fourth grade. So I was like, sign me up for that. So I did violin for a year. And then realized, yeah, this probably the violin and I are not cut out for one another. Mm-hmm. Violin's a little too classy, mm-hmm. you know, little little it, too it traditional. A little, little, little too, bit of a difference between the violin and the tuba. Little, little too, little too classy. Uh, but anyway, I can I p- probably couldn't sit down and play one of those like I uh-huh. could a keyboard. The electric guitar at four, I've just never really had an interest in the guitar. The acoustic guitar at five, trumpet at six. Bop, bop. The flute at seven, percussion at eight. So I guess that's beyond drums. But xylophone and marimba. Yeah, chimes, things like that. Uh Marimba. Vocals and singing at nine, and saxophone at ten. So I can do ten, Hmm. nine, three, uh, no, uh, eight, three, two, and one. Not you good. Poor but. parents. <laughs> I think we need to get a lay on number two. What do you mean, poor parents? Listen. They're the ones that encouraged when, it. Once children can play, that's a totally different story, but you have to begin somewhere. Oh, and for me, yeah. that would be out in the yard. Yeah, and I had see, to go out the, in the yard. That's the pro to the drums, is that the drums, you don't have to tune or anything, so it's always going to sound the same for the most I part. I would go out into the, I'd go out in the backyard and entertain Ralph, our, our foxhound. That we had. He was out there. He'd howl along with oh, me. I bet he would. Playing my saxophone. <laughs> you know, well, I'm gonna Ralph talk, loved it. I'm going to talk to the Bells about getting Alea some percussion. <laughs> if they're, not, if they're not getting me bagpipes, they're not getting her percussion. <laughs> Let's get to a break. We'll come back. Got the water cooler question. Your chance to win. Coming up here on In the Know. It's been a little complicated. Did you know? Your tongue is the fastest healing part of your body. The tongue is the... Fa- I mean, you think about it. You bite your tongue. It hurts terrible. It hurt. But usually within a day or so, it's not too bad. If you mm-hmm. burn your tongue, you get mm-hmm. into... Uh, I was having dinner with Taylor uh, one night this week, and we were busy talking. And uh, dinner was served, and she got after it. She, we were both starving to death. And so she got in, and then... but. Put in her mouth, and it was like, 
you could just tell the look on her face. She's like, oh, this is terrible. It was, you know, it was it was hot. I said, is it oh. fresh? She's like, yeah, it's hot. So she. Well, it's better you know. than the opposite. Well, unless you're when it comes to burning yourself, like burning yeah, yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, tongue, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, from a food quality standpoint, yes, you, you got it. Chimichanga, you don't want it to be <laughs> cold. We were, believe it or not, we were not having chimichangas. Oh, well, I, uh, here's today's water cooler question: Your chance to win. If you've not won in the last thirty days and you're eighteen years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Here it is. Uh, we'll give you your choice of uh, theme park tickets, too, by the way. Uh, you probably caught on to that by now, but that uh, will be your option. Here's the question. At age 40, you'll do this less than any other time in your life. At age 40, you'll do this less than any other time in your life. 270-259-6000. You'll need to text your answer. 270-259-6000. Like, after you turn 40, you're doing this less, or is it just at the age of 40? At age 40, you'll do this less than any other time in your life. I said it four times. So I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's something you're dreading. There's a lot on that list. I did think it was funny yesterday. I heard on KSR they were playing uh, Traveling Wilburys and we're talking about the Traveling Wilburys when they were popular, how young they actually were. They were early 40s and. Oh, like yeah, 37. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roy Orbison was the only one who was older than... Like Tom Petty in that picture was like 37. And they seem so old. And now I think they're, you know, they're 15 years younger than I am now. Mm-hmm. So it just seemed really, uh, just really, really weird. So you'll do this less at age 40 than any other age. Text your answer to 270-259-6000 for your chance to, uh, chance to win. Just did a quick glance on the on the machine there, and and nothing so Art, far. Do you fit into this? Did you do this lesson? F- um, maybe. Yeah, there's a very there's a there's actually a very good chance of that. Uh, I didn't calculate. I wasn't journaling then, so I so I don't. So is journaling know. the answer? Journaling's not the answer. I just didn't didn't document it during that, that trip around the sun. Uh, quite possibly. Back, doesn't help me at all. Back to the Future. <laughs> back to the Future, the musical coming to Broadway in 2023. I'll assume that sounds no good to you. Um, however. Who's, who's playing? I didn't even hear it. What? Back to the Future, the musical will be on oh. Broadway in 2023. Yeah, you're right. But let me ask you, the music <laughs> of Huey Lewis and the News, if it's in the musical, does that make it better or worse? Or same? I, I mean, it has to be better, but that doesn't put it up here on the scale. I mean, it's like, I, but yes, Sandra, better. Sandra Bullock says her busy career became her crutch and that she is so burnt out. So we knew that she was going to be taking a break. Uh, I watched The Lost City last week. I thought it looked like it was going to be really good. Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, um, Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe, and uh, Brad Pitt. And I will tell you, the movie was good until the part where Brad Pitt left the movie. 
I won't explain when that is or why. But from the point that Brad Pitt left the movie, I was like, "This is not. This is not. This is not nearly as good as I thought it was going to be." Don't recommend to watch. Uh, Well, it's free. You know, like you don't have to pay to watch it. So you, I don't really like Channing Tatum. Time, time is money. I've decided I don't know that I really like Channing Tatum. His role in it is fine, but I'm just not sure that I'm sure that I like him. Brad Pitt says he's on his last leg of his career, and he doesn't know what this section is going to be. So oh, he was he was in the Lost City, and he he was um, the last leg of his career. That must be by his I mean, choice. He's not even that you know? old, is he? I can't. He's he'll. Fifty. Say he's probably about your something. Age. Probably pretty similar would be my guess. Uh, the question was: You'll do this less at age forty than any other age. You'll do this less at age forty than any other age. Text the answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand. We have a winner, so. Would you like to know the yes. answer? Yes, I've, I've I got would. Twenty-eight oh seven, new sleep. Twenty-eight oh seven, new sleep. You'll oh, sleep, sleep at age forty, less than any other age. Huh. Now she's puzzled. I mean, just that chance. Yep, you'll sleep at age forty, less than any other age. So. Congratulations to 2807. Going to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What discontinued food or beverage would you like to see return? You obviously, ma'am, you can't say clearly Canadian. I know, but I feel like there is something, though. I was thinking about the other day. I don't necessarily need the product to return. But I do too. I do miss those two old Bartles and James guys, the guys that were on the Bartles and James commercials. They just sat on the porch and said, "And thank you for your support." I miss those guys. I wish we could bring them back. <laughs> you don't have to bring the wine coolers back. I don't need those. But I was thinking about those guys. And thank you for your support. They would say. I don't know. Uh, can it be like an item from a restaurant? Sure. Yeah. I mean, discontinued I, food item or beverage. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's snack wraps were always really good. Oh, I liked those too. Yeah, snack were wraps were pretty yeah. good. Yeah. There I was agree. a fast food Mexican restaurant that had a good uh, taco too. That I, Sam, I as you know, I'm following that Super 70s sports Twitter account. Uh-huh. Did you know that said person is a WKU grad? The Super 77 uh-huh. sports person? No, mm-hmm. I did not know that. But man, it gets me like. So the the other day it was the dip, you know. So you know the mm-hmm. the the packets of the pixie dust. But basically, before pixie dust, they would put it in the pockets, and you would have the dip stick in there, and they had all the fun different dip. like fun, fun dip. dip. They yeah, still make some, it. fun dip still. There thing. was something about that I saw that, and I thought, oh, that's in fact, just, I'm sure there's some in the a, basket. That's a throwback. There's fun dip in the basket. There was mm-hmm. really okay. Unless, I'm sure. Not the living room basket, the kitchen basket. <laughs> oh, in the kitchen basket. Yeah, look underneath. Well, the you do bread. have to specify. We got a basket for yes. everything. I was watching television last night and saw that the Price Is Right at night was on again, and you could tell it's been recorded a while ago because they were still doing all their weird uh, COVID protocols. 
but that reminded me. It's on a list of shows that I saw today. The uh, General Hospital is 59 years old. General Hospital has been on TV for 59 years. Wow. Days of Our Lives, 56 years. Sesame Street, 52. Masterpiece Theater, 50. The Price is Right, 49 years. So September 4th, it will be its 50th anniversary on, for The Price is Right. I wonder if Bob Barker will come back for for the 50th. The Price is Wrong, Bob. The <laughs> The Young and the Restless, 49. Wheel of Fortune, 47. Saturday Night Live, 46. Jeopardy is only 37, but that's because Jeopardy debuted in 64 but then went away for a while and then came back about 20 years later with Alex Trebek. And so it's been 37 continuous years since then. The Bold and the Beautiful is 35 years old. And then next on the list, The Simpsons oh, yeah, 32. Spicy, yeah. The Simpsons wow. now 32 mm. years old. And they're still going. By the way, uh, so it's the we've got so many people playing. I would have thought nah, nobody's got the same last four digits. We do have multiple people with – we had more. Multiple people with 2805, but this one was from the 502 area no, code. Uh, 2807 was the correct answer. 2805 was oh, yeah. also wondering if they had There's a lot of 2807. Lot of yeah, you've been it, contacted if you were the yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah, Donnie. Donnie's yeah, the if you, if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you can go back to doing whatever you were doing. Mm-hmm. Working really hard. Try again tomorrow. Try again. Um, that's an inside family line (laughs) well i'll just go ahead and tell that's one of the things alaya could say very early when something Mm -hmm. she Mm -hmm. wanted you to do Mm -hmm. something again like you know bounce her up and down or whatever she wouldn't say do it again she'd say "Try try again today's highlight in history this date in 1888 abolitionist frederick douglas received one vote from the kentucky delegation at the Republican convention in Chicago, effectively making him the first black candidate to have his name placed in nomination for U.S. president. In 1860, a congressional resolution authorized creation of the U.S. government printing office, which opened the following year. That was in 1860. Title IX was created 50 years ago today. Forrest Gump debuted in theaters this date in 1994. Jenna. You're coming up on 30 years for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I may need to go to Monument Valley to celebrate the 30th. I may need to. I may need to go to Monument Valley and stand on the side of the road where the Forrest Gump run ended. That one picture where Monument Valley's in the background, where he stops and he says, I'm tired. I think I'll go home now. <clears throat> Will you take my picture by the Forrest Gump sign? They have it there on the side of the road. If we make it there, I will. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas is 74. Randy Jackson is 66. Dog? L- little pitchy dog. Mm-hmm. Francis McDormand is 65 today. Jason Mraz is 45. And Melissa Rock, Melissa Rauch, she's the one who played um, Bernadette on Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. She's 42 today. Bernadette Rostenkowski. Bernadette Rostenkowski Wallowitz. That was her her merry name. Uh, Gone but not forgotten. Bob Fosse in 1927. I cannot hear the name Bob Fosse without thinking of Robin Williams in the birdcage. Fosse, Fosse. Martha Graham, Martha Graham. 
June Carter Cash, 1929. Wilma Rudolph in 1940. I mean, June Carter Cash, Kentucky Connection. Yep. Gone but not forgotten. Let's go to 1955. And... Something, something in the redheads, number one. Happy songs mean a happy heart, but the tune is sad whenever lovers part. It's a sin to tell a lie. Got a little in the background. It's heart. It's full catching. My loving you, man. It took him a little longer to get there than I would have hoped for. Uh-huh. I mean, I've heard worse. <laughs> round, round, get around, I get 1964, around, the Beach Boys, get number around, one. Round, round, I get around, I get got that harmony in there. I, uh, yeah. You know, sometimes you hear Jan and Dean, and you think Jan and Dean, they were, they were just Beach Boy wannabes. Billy Preston was number one in 73. Continuing in the trend there. I go around. Round, round, round in circles. Right round coming up next. Uh, it could. Well, we could do that one and then do the flow rider version. Oh, that was the one I was thinking of. Is there another version? Yo, no, the original. Right round, baby, right round, like a record, baby. It's not right right round, round, round. Oh, it is not all right up. (laughs) The Human League, Don't You Want Me, number one in 82. Don't don't you want me. Let's go to 1981. And R.E.M. Michael Stipe with the pipes. And losing my religion. Really, at a song, out of bands from that era, I don't like REM. I'm Just not because a big you, fan either. Because you don't like the University of Georgia, is that why? No, I that's where they were formed. I, I don't know what it is. I have nothing against. Speaking of going round, Halo, Beyonce, number one in 09. I know Halo's around because I wear one every day. That's how. It is. Circular. Why did your eyebrow raise real high when I said that? <laughs> and then Cardi B, I like it, number one, four years ago today. You're talking about the song by Dead or Alive, the original. I, Sam, I didn't even know that I had to offer the artist or the band because uh-huh. it's so famous. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on, I believe it's on the Happy Gilmore soundtrack. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on a bunch of... Uh, Apparently Bruno Mars helped write the Flow Rider version. I wouldn't surprise, that wouldn't surprise me. MB's Proloism for today, you can't have a million dollar dream... With a minimum wage work ethic. You can't have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.